Hey, Phil. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. You can't talk about hurting other players. You don't think? You don't, you don't think? I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Well, now you go to hell. No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're like your old man. I'm not like my old man. If it weren't for these kids, I would whip your butt. I can take a punch. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. I'll see you, Mr. Big Time Coach. Bye-bye. I'm not like my old man. I'm a kind and gentle, compassionate human being with a heart as big as a lion. We'll see you later, juice box. Everyone wave goodbye to juice box. Literally wave. Do it. Here's two. Everyone wave. This is something I doubt that I care too much about. I realize that's fair. Nevertheless, we're going on air. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voices began to blow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo, and this is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About, brought to you by the Home Buying Guys. Hey guys, Lance here. Adam here. We're the Home Buying Guys, and we are so excited to be sponsoring this season of the Average Joe's Podcast. Things you think you don't care about. Tell people who the home buying guys are. Yeah, so we do everything real estate in Dallas Fort Worth. We can uh, make cash offers on homes. We sell houses on MLS for homeowners. We do remodeling. Uh, we do design work. We do everything that you can think of real estate related. Buying, selling, helping, fixing, flipping, buying, holding, cash, wholesale offers. We got you covered. If you have any questions, please keep following along with the average Joes and the home buying guys. Thank you. There's a stereotype around what adults do. You have a job, you have a family, you have a house and kids, but I'm 21 and I have none of those things. I'm a grown up and I take care of myself as much as I can. And to me, that's being an adult. I would say once I moved out on my own with my twin brother, taking those steps were just make sure I maintained my bills, stayed on top of my bills and just making sure that I never had to rely on my parents anymore. I think I'm defining success these days as being happy or at least being content with myself and with my surroundings and having the freedom to make the choices that I've decided I need to make for myself, whatever that means. The steps that I took to get to where I am now, I don't know if I should call them steps. Felt like a slip and slide at one point. I felt like I was tumbling down the stairs. It feels like if I don't get that great job out of graduation, if I can't support myself, if I can't live on my own, if I can't like do all these things that adults are supposed to do, am I a failure? I think I have 
tangled with the idea of what it means to be an adult and what it means to be independent or what it means to be successful. And I'm realizing that that is not a really clear line. There are really no check boxes. It's just really understanding what is required of you to succeed in life or to just survive and, and choosing to do it. All right, guys, welcome back. First of all, uh, welcome to my guest, Lance, returning. Home buying guy here. Home buying guy in the house. And second time guest, Buddy Walls. Buddy, how you doing, bud? Doing well, doing well. Glad to be here. Good, man. Me. Uh, well, first of all, Lance, uh, it was last minute, and I appreciate you doing that. Dude. Uh, I think uh, hashtag adulting, you're, you're missing out on a little uh, something, and we appreciate you uh, following through. You caught me at a good time. I was I went up to check on the boat this morning. Yeah, okay. Having a great little day, just yeah. making my own schedule. And you're like, "Can you go?" And I was like, "I got nothing." Absolutely. Good, good vibes only. Get there, <laughs> you know. And you know, this relationship, uh, in terms of the sponsorship, is, means a lot to us. And and we've been. It's hard to carve out ahead of time sometimes. So when it when yeah. it worked, I got the window. It's awesome. So good deal. Uh, happy to be here. Awesome, and buddy, we'll be trying to get you on for a few weeks. Uh, back on. Yep. You know, but uh, you know, life life kind of hits. So wife, kids, that whole thing. Life, kids, snow, adulting, COVID, everything. Hashtag adulting. Uh, I mean, it's it's fantastic. So, uh, adulting came into my I don't know ballpark of ideas because I was sitting uh, in a waiting room, and CBS came on, and they were. It was apparently world news. How to be an adult. Okay. This had to be broadcast to where everybody nowadays had to be taught how to be an adult, at least for like a 10-minute segment. So, uh, first of all, just a, a little reaction to what those those 20-somethings were saying. Um, any thoughts? Any thoughts on what they were saying? You want to jump? You want me you to go, first? I think, I'll, I think I'll surprise you with my answer. So, oh, you go. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, I think we've... We spoke a little bit about this um, beforehand, but yeah. you know, if if you have to say you're an adult, you're not an adult. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah. If you're trying to let everybody know you're an adult, you maybe haven't gotten there yet, For sure. right? Maybe you're mentally lacking something. Yeah, I never. I mean, if you want to put a definition to it, I yeah. think it is when you are out of your own. You have your own house, yeah. you, your own yeah. car, right. right? Nothing is t attached. You're assuming responsibilities. Of your own, right? Yep. But I never, completely. But I never felt like an adult. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. I never was a right. moment like I'm an adult now. I For never sure. had to qualify it to anybody. Uh, you can't treat me that way. I'm an adult. Right. Right. Um, I'm doing all these things uh, because I'm an adult. No, you, j you just are an adult. For like, sure. You just are older. You know, Le legalities start mm -hmm. to hit differently, right? There's no more 17-year-old gray area, you know, can you get away with this, can you get away right. with that, are you juvenile, are you an adult, or whatever, right? right? There's no more of that little gray area. For whatever that gray area is for people, once you hit 18, everything turns to the complete legal system, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless of, uh, of all the bad stuff that that comes with, but even the good, even kind of the good things that right. kind of have negative repercussions, right? If right. you if you uh, foreclose on a house, if you default on a loan, mm -hmm. all those other things start hitting you and not your parents, ultimately. Sure. So, uh, and not that you could get a loan when you're 17, but uh, I guess your parents could uh, could vouch, you know, get it in their name, you pay it, and then it, it hurts them. For sure. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure that happens to several kids, but, uh, you know, once you turn 18, in America, 
right? Everything is on you, regardless if it actually is on you or For not, sure. right? Yeah. Kids stay home a little longer these days. Uh, maybe stay at home, go to school, get a part-time job, pay a couple bills, right? Pay their, their phone or something, mm -hmm. insurance for their car, gas. Little things like that to, I guess, what, bridge the gap between yep. complete independence and, and complete dependence? It's like training wheels to be an adult. It's like right. training wheels to be an adult. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, but the word adulting, number one, is a made-up word because uh, being an adult is not has no verbality to it, which if we're it's making a great up words, hashtag, though. It, might, it might be a word because it's a hashtag. Well, it is. I is mean, verbality it's, a word. No, I'm, I'm okay. making up words because uh, <laughs> dictionary.com is making up words too. So, uh, but adulting the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially the accomplishments of mundane, but necessary tasks. We have to define doing mundane tasks. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's the dumbest thing in the history of things. Uh, the, the things that kind of get me are the, uh, the tweets or the Instagrams. It's like, I just washed my car today, hashtag adulting. Right. Uh, you're, you're, are you proud of this? Or what are we trying to say here? Like you're growing up because you washed your car? My then... life's boring right now, but I still want to be on social media. Right. So this hashtag gets, allows me to do both. That's right. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. Uh, Urban Dictionary uh, defines adulting as a verb, sp very specifically, to do grown-up things and hold responsibilities such as a 9-to-5 job, mortgage, rent, car payment, anything else that makes one think of grown-ups. Used in the sense, Jane is adulting quite well today as she is on time for work promptly at 8 a.m. and appears well-groomed. Appears well-groomed. <laughs> appears well-groomed. Probably not really Right. Well she may. You know what? She probably uh, rushed and forgot the shower or the deodorant or something, but... Uh, but anyways, uh, so how old are your kids? 14 and 11. Okay. Uh, I have a 17 year old. She turns 18 in October. Okay. You're and then the other two are 10, about to be 11 and nine, just turned nine in September. How old are yours? Um, I'm still in the thick of it. I got okay. one at seven and one that's uh, four. Okay, okay. Okay. So you, you got plenty of time. You don't have to worry about teaching them to be grown ups. No, right. No time uh, soon. Or adults. Uh, so. You've probably had the talk. Cam is your oldest, right? Yep. You've probably started trying to give him more responsibilities. For sure. Uh, to make him not have to ask you to make him dinner. Right. If uh, if he's hungry or right. a snack or whatever, right? Um, I'm, I'm taken back by the, the menial, simple tasks that my 17-year-old asks me to do for her. So there was, uh, I was getting, uh, I don't know, I made some food. Let's just call it spaghetti, mm -hmm. okay? And it was still in the pot, right? And I put some tongs to grab the noodles, and I, I tonged out the noodles for my 9- and 10-year-old, right? <laughs> and, and prepared them the way that they like. Well, she comes in, and she's like, how am I supposed to get this? Like... <laughs> I guess there's, there's a couple ways. There's a few you ways. You, you got some options. God gave you a couple right here, mm -hmm. right? You, you can reach on in there and grab what <laughs> yeah. you need. Go old school. Or yeah. these tongs that are set right here, yeah. maybe even in the pot, leaning up against, maybe you just use those and clamp them together. Got to prime them first, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, well, also make sure they're not locked, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so anyways, I, it, it was something, and it wasn't that specifically, but it was, uh, oh, I tell you, it was. I made bacon wrapped peppers. 
bacon wrap and stuffed peppers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they sounds good. Well, it was the presentation was terrible, but They're so nice. they were. I mean, it was all over the place, but they mm-hmm. were delicious, and she loved them. And it was tongs. How do I put this on my plate? You use the, you use the tongs, right? Right. Okay. So Squeeze. it definitely was tongs, but uh, but it wasn't spaghetti. <laughs> it wasn't as simple as spaghetti. Right. Anyways, and so I just I just sitting back thinking, you're 17 years old, right? I mean, she she plays video games and she knows computer stuff beyond probably what I know. Right. And I'm trying. If y'all if you guys can't tell, I'm trying to get to where she is in terms of comprehension of computer hey, stuff. Your, but your, your setup here is dad yeah. goals. This well, is dad goals. Yeah. Right here. Hey, and, and, and semi-adulting because you, you, you do it for for income. Right? right, well. You got two screens. Yeah, well. You know, that's there's one two more than sc- I got. You know? Well, there's three if you count the laptop uh, here. Yeah, yeah, right? no, a couple more. Oh, uh, yeah, four, five, yeah, there you go. So six if you count the one I can cast to. Anyways, there's just, uh, you know, I am trying to set the mold for all you, for all you dads out there, for mm-hmm. sure. all you mid thirties to forty dads, you know, uh, but uh, but I'm just I'm astounded at the major differences between my seventeen year old now and when I was seventeen. Right now, of course, she's a girl. I'm a I'm a guy. What I was doing was way different. I was in sports all the way through high mm-hmm. school. She's not. Right, she stopped. She had some back issues, so she had to stop playing. Uh, so that's changed scheduling. That's changed all kinds of stuff for her. Well, it's amazing to see the the get after it attitude she has when she knows that there's an online tournament. Right, right. I mean, she's dialed in. She, oh man, she's with it. Mm-hmm. But when there's not, when it's just a regular run of the mill day, it's. I mean, she reverts back to. What's for dinner? What are you gonna make me? Um, hey, go take a shower, dependent. or uh, go do your laundry, or clean your room. Like right. me, having my thumb on her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you follow any Gary V on Instagram or Facebook? Gary V. Gary Vanderchuk, I think, is his full name. I do not. He's 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 really he's a big entrepreneur guy, right? Okay. And just I mean, he's you know was raising a, a American Russian family, family's immigrants, raising a, a liquor store. You know, took the family business over, you know, just a, kind of a business mogul guy. Well, now he's just kind of a he's kind of a talking head on anything. But what's a remarkable remarkable about Gary Vaynerchuk is his ability to speak for the younger generations. Okay. Right. So he's 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 been ahead. Uh, you heard of NFTs. You heard about all this. Yep. OK. OK. He's he's been on NFTs for years. He's and he's still but he's still like maybe 50s. I don't know. But he has a comment about like people. You know, it's a lot of the whole the the millennials love them, and they'll say, "Gary V got my degree. I'm doing everything I said I wanted to do, but am I lazy? Do I why do I not care about it?" And they say he and he says, "You're not lazy. You don't care about it, you know." Right. And that is such a great what you just talked about with your daughter's gaming. You know, right. I, I promise if that gaming tournament was near daylight savings time, she would have thought two days ahead of time and set the clocks correctly. Oh so yeah. There, there's right. no, there's no variable. Absolutely. There's nothing overlooked because she cares about it. Right. And, and I think that's the hardest part for our generation to the younger generation, because you know, your kiddo is older than mine. And I feel one of the biggest blessings is being so close in age, like being 37 with a 14 year old. Yeah. And I have an Instagram problem. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm more into the world of, than my own kiddo is. Sure. You know, <laughs> I know the hip hop he listens to. I know, I know the trends. I know the TikTok dances. And so I, I am that. <laughs> you dad. know the dance. I don't know the dances. I just know the songs you know that, that are relevant. There are dances. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, there's one. There's one. That, there's, there's a, a huge difference. Feel. Yeah. Right. So I can kind of come to them. Hip. I can kind of come to them at their level. Right. You know, and obviously they they roll their roll their eyes till their their neck breaks. But right. Even at that point, the 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 disconnect is us trying to figure out what they care about and yeah. when they care about it. Because yeah. when what we care about. And even if we care about the same things, when they care about it is so different than when we care about it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and you're just you're like, am I putting garbage into society because this kiddo didn't remember his shoes? Right. You know, right. or you know, there's little things like that because they sleep for 15 hours a day. Yes, or whatever. Yes, or they they're up all night, sleep all day. They have some kind of weird nighttime uh, work schedule, and they don't work. You know, right, right, or whatever. Yep. Not that I know anything about that. Not, <laughs> not that there's anyone in this house that uh, that lives that way. But. but to my original point, we look down at that. We see laziness. We yep. see a lack of effort. Yeah. A bad attitude about it. I, I'm a big attitude effort parent. Yep. Right. Don't really care about results. Just do it with a great attitude and give me everything you got. Sure. Yep. And, and I should be able to see through your through all that whether you did that or not. Right. Um. But there's a big disconnect. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I the thing that's doesn't like um kind of um make me just sit back flabbergasted about the topic of adulting right is because i do look back at the life cha- life decisions i made between 18 and 24 right and as hands-on as my parents were <laughs> they completely gave me the freedom to wreck my life yeah and absolutely. I, you know i was 22 as well they should have well uh, exactly i'm 22 right. i have a call i have a finance degree from a great uh Abilene christian university right right so that means I've got a mortgage and student loan debt. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm supposed to get a job that pays a lot of money, though, right? I got a degree and right. graduated in four years. Oh, no, that's not the case. <laughs> you know, like, Mom, Dad, right. where were you there? You know, right. Well, they were just co-signing student loans for me. Right. You know, so I had all the money I needed on campus, you know. So, <laughs> so I, I do look at, just from my own experience, and life has worked out so well for me. My education, the people I met in Abilene, I love ACU. I uh, got married in Abilene. I, I look at all the decisions they let me make. I've made I've turned it into my dream life. Right. Right. But I do look at my kids upbringing. Uh-huh. Right. And I'm like, I was telling Rachel, that's my wife's name. I'm like mm-hmm. 18 to 24, like as much as he'll let us, it's going to be a full court press of, of making sure you just don't screw it up. Yeah. Because like you talked about the legal side of it. Right. right? You know, just cause it, you didn't mean to, doesn't mean you're not, in prison for 30, 30 to 50. Right. right? Or, or some, or just <laughs> You're a, still held accountable. a real big slap on the wrist, right? right. That you might can't afford. Right. right. Or, or student loan debt. Right. You know, I mean, that's something that will, that will, uh, if, if I don't out earn it, it will burden us for a long time. Right. You know, and, and, um, so we will be, it will be a full court press to kind of guide and, and because this world is so predatory on that age group. Because they're idiots. Right. Right. Well, they're just, they're oblivious. Right. It has nothing to do we, with intelligence I was an idiot or anything. At that time, and so I'm, in, I, I almost well, have a, yeah, more of fair. an empathetic approach yeah. to it than, well, that's not how it was when I was there. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm more like, I did that, I did that too. But don't, okay, but don't <laughs> all parents now, uh, at least, the idea is is that they are all trying to do things differently than their parents did to them for sure in some capacity, right? My parents were so hard on me; they mm-hmm. was always. They, they kept their thumb on me. I was so sheltered, blah, blah, blah. I don't really want that for my kid. I want them to be able to experience right. some things or whatever. I want them to be able to have the support. My dad said, if I don't have the money to do it, I couldn't do it. Well, okay, I have the money to let them do it. Let's let's see. Right. You know, mm-hmm. things like that, sure. right? sure, 100%. So my parents kept such a, such a tight ship on me that I'm sitting back thinking, I'm going to do the same 
in terms of discipline, right? In terms of making sure they don't take things for granted, but when it comes to things that I can afford, when it comes to experiences I can give them or just some fun, some joy that wasn't regularly scheduled, uh, I'm going to do it, uh-huh. you know? 100%. And so, now I get my parents, my, my parents, I think I have a better job than my dad ever did, right? It's salary. My dad had to work hour, hour by hour, right? If he took a day off, he was, he was out that money. Uh, now, he could work the overtime and get the extra money there, but... I mean, but he, he had hard labor most of his life. I mean, right. he was a machinist, and mm-hmm. so he's always, he'd come home smelling real sweaty and stuff, dirty. Mm-hmm. He smelled mm-hmm. like a metallic because he worked with uh, cutting metal and stuff. Sure. Anyways, he just, he just had a whole bunch of, he had a harder job situation than I did. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if I make more or less. I don't really care. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I became a teacher. Right. I don't really care about the dollar amount of money. I care mm-hmm. if it is sufficient enough to make sure I can provide for my kids. For sure. Right. right? And maybe for myself every now and then. Yeah, That'd be right. nice. But uh, but anyways, I think that it's ridiculous how how becoming an adult is is now so it's now like dramatized or dra- dramatized. I don't know what the mm-hmm. word is. Dramatized. Dramatized, yeah. right? San Diegans. Yes. <laughs> San Diegans. Right. Right. <laughs> What does that mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, anyways, I just, I just, I think that it's funny. San Diego, which of course in German means a whale's vagina. That's a proven fact. So, uh, but anyways, it's just it's funny to me how the word has become a verb. It's funny how emphasis hasn't been put anywhere near it. Uh, until they almost are it. Right, right. Right. Until they're 16, 17, 18. Now it's like, oh, crap. Life's about to hit me real hard. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, I, I ran across this article, uh, and it said, adults are getting married and having kids and buying houses and paying bills much later in life than past generations have historically, much, much later. Uh, adulting is managing grown-up responsibilities. Uh, these things that they're putting off learning how to do are more are critical life skills that they can't live without. Unless, of course, they're planning to live with mommy and daddy in their basement forever. Right. Right. Uh, too many of them still don't know what it means to pay rent or work full-time or shop or cook for themselves, which is, I mean, I will give that to, to Tara. She will make a plate of nachos for herself or something to feed herself. If right. I'm not here and she's hungry Survival. or whatever. Right. Uh, if, uh, it's, it's a, blessing to her if i have ordered pizza and we didn't eat it all and then she can just microwave For sure. it. right right yeah. it's I mean, a blessing it's to way all easier <laughs> right absolutely well maybe not at four in the morning whenever you're trying to sleep and she turns that microwave i'm like what is going on at four in the morning yeah but i feel like i didn't really know how to cook until i was like 30 well right like you know like i just always it now was, see i like cooking and there I actually, emphasis in our house i learned how to cook myself not cook myself but myself learned how to cook right. like when i was uh i don't know 10 12 i learned the steps i, I watched my mom make eggs it was a couple things she told it's me always not. eggs my, my kid eggs i just is, figured out eggs and he's like I'm the right. greatest egg chef there is i'm, the, I'm, I'm a like well, what do you do he's like i just cook the eggs i, just, I crack i'm in cocoa uh but there was a couple things she wouldn't let me watch because she knew if i saw what she put in it i wouldn't eat it right. right mayonnaise was a big deal i i to me mayonnaise is the nastiest thing in the history but uh it's debatable well to me i don't want to fight me. you okay i don't want to fight you i don't <laughs> Uh, Never had Hellman's. In. No, no, no. I, no, but listen, Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are the same. Or 
Uh, yeah, Whoa. they're the same thing. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah, no, nope. y'all, y'all Bonus episode, yeah. Wednesday night, 7 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all actually agree with Joey bring, on Bring in Hellman's next time. <laughs> so they, they did a taste test with me, a blindfolded mm-hmm. taste test or smell test. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't taste it, right? I wouldn't put it, because this thing is nasty. Mm-hmm. So okay. uh, when I smelled them, you know, I, I cleared, the, cleared the sinuses with coffee grounds or something and right. went to the next one. Uh, they were the same smell. And if they're like, if I don't like the smell, if it smells oh. the same, it tastes the same. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's not adulting. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, it, it's making my own decisions. There okay, this is adulting. I don't have to eat it's mayo. Good. I'm an adult. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, these kids haven't been expected to do the things the way earlier generations were expected to. Uh, the very nature of the word adulting implies pretty heavily that growing up is a conscious choice rather than a natural evolution, which to me is where the, the comedy comes from. You, know, you have no choice in age. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to get you there naturally. Right. right? Uh, it's just so funny to me that so many millennials are tossing around the word hashtag or the hashtag adulting all over social media when they do things like cook a meal, pay your bills, work an eight-hour day. Uh, routine day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, hashtag adulting. I took my dog for a walk. Right. Uh, well, mm-hmm. My dog has been groomed. Hashtag adulting. Yeah. Uh, I, I fed myself today. Yeah. Hashtag adulting. Uh, but they're making a big deal about going to the bank, to depositing a paycheck, uh, doing simple as something as cashing a check makes makes them feel like they're grown up. Which I'm sitting back thinking, I didn't feel like a grown up whenever I went to the bank for the first time, or whenever I. I was like, I got, right. s- I got some money. Maybe you're more mature. Right. I did. Did you? Yeah, I really did. You felt grown like, up you know, whenever? Well, I, I mean, when I got like my first bank account. It's right. my bank account. I have a bank card. Right. I kind of felt, you know, like after driving, yeah. that was the next deal where I'm kind of like. Yeah, I would say driving did that for me. Yeah. But I see, I got one of those. I mean, maybe it's because my parents took me. I got a bank account. And I gave my dad money and he went and deposited or whatever because I couldn't get there. Right, I just had a, a a means to save or store my money or whatever and access it whenever I needed to. Mm. Driving to me was the thing that made me feel more independent, more yeah. adult because I was independent because I was able to go wherever I wanted to go, basically, and uh, and and get there without having to rely on my parents. Right. The driving thing is the thing that made me feel more separated from them, which becoming an adult means you're leaving your childhood, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And when you're a child, you're completely dependent upon that parent or parents and so driving allowed that separation right so that's what that's what my made mine me was feeling. job I, I, since the time i was 15 years old i i always had a job and i loved the grocery store job because i could you know go to high school baseball practice and then you could go work like the six to nine right shift at tom thumb you right. know but it that's what separated me from my folks so i was like and i didn't have mm-hmm. to get the job i was a guy that just came home with a job right no one told me to go i was i was all about I was all about trying to separate myself, but it was more about, I think, cause work was so, you know, where's dad? He's at work. Where's yeah. dad? He's at work. It's Saturday at five. He's at work. Yeah. You know, and then we get, and then Sundays was, we going to church today. No, we're mowing the lawn. Yeah. You know I mean? We worked, he worked six days a week and then we worked on the home on Sundays. Right. And so to me, I, I knew that was that whole Freudian struggle with your old man. Right. right. Of like, I, I'm going to show him I can work. I can have my own money. Um, so that, yeah, that was, that was always mine. Well, so, and, and that's, that's kind of the deal is that, so, uh, you and I, I would argue you probably did too. It's our little generation, our time frame of, of people, mm-hmm. uh, wanted out, wanted out of 
the shadow that mom and dad cast or wanted wanted the independence from them. Did we appreciate the help that they gave us? Absolutely. Uh, did occasionally we go ask for some help? Absolutely. Right. We probably yeah. did. But that's, you know, isn't that the, the bump in the road that you have to face and you have to kind of humble yourself and ask for help from mom and dad? For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you want this pride of being independent. Well, you make a mistake. For sure. And now you have to, mm-hmm. you got to pay for it in some capacity. Uh, mine was credit cards. Really? Uh, I, I've walked past a, this was I was in commerce for a couple of years. I walked past in my first semester or something, and they were like, "Hey, you want to get this credit card?" And I was like, "I don't, I don't know." Like you get a, like a seven hundred fifty dollar limit, you know. And I was like, seven hundred fifty bucks, absolutely. So I signed up for it. They gave it to me, and then over the next couple of years, I got another one or another okay. one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't huge limits or whatever, but but when I told my dad that. Uh, I got to pay my bills. He said, what bills do you have? <laughs> I said, Come on, I, got, I got these credit card bills, man. He's like, credit? When did you get a credit card? And why did you get a credit card? And why haven't you told me about this? And I was like, well, wouldn't let I, me have it. I wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to go to the store, and buy, sure. I wanted a TV for my apartment. I wanted or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't have the money on me until I got that credit card. And yep, so, yep. anyways. Uh, I mean, he ended up actually like paying them off for me, so it, they wouldn't continuously hurt my my bad. But like I said, the credit, it was, it right? Might, yeah, right, absolutely. But he knew what that was because he was an adult. Absolutely, you see what I'm saying, right? <laughs> and so, uh, and so, I learned that lesson real hard. And so he uh, he paid that off, and it was only like three thousand bucks or something. But it it, it would be end up being like ten thousand by the time I ended up paying it off. <laughs> And mm-hmm. he showed me that. And, I, of course, I'm a math major, but I, I'm not thinking of, of life right. ap- applicable math. I'm thinking of uh, 3X plus 4 equals 12. It's I mean, abacus. Right. And so, anyways, uh, so he paid that off, and I had to pay him back. And so he made it. He told me, look, this is what it's like to get zero interest. Right. Mm-hmm. right? You're paying me back 100 bucks a month or whatever until your balance is zero, and you will only pay me, right. let's just call it 3000 bucks. Sure. You'll right. only pay me that. If you had to do this with the credit card company, you'd end up paying six, seven, eight thousand right, dollars sure. because of the interest. And so, of course, I knew the concept behind it, but I didn't know the practicality. For sure. And so, anyways, hard lesson learned. And uh, but but that's when you go to your parents for help, right? When you when you learn those lessons the hard way, and you need either guidance or you need maybe a bailout right. or something like that. And if they're in the position to be able to do that, you know, then you're probably lucky. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't that lucky. You know, I think that along those lines, it's a little bit of a subject change, but that's kind of what the kids these days, they think they're being adults just like we we did. Oh, yeah. At that time, right? Oh, yeah. But just the social media makes it something to do. You know, like just it's it's a new fad. To me. Like adulting won't be a thing out there probably in two or three months. It'll be something different. Right. right? Well, because it'll be the people who started the adulting trend now realize – uh, what I was so proud of mm-hmm. in being an adult is now so menial that anybody else that puts it out there, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna put on blast in some capacity. Yeah, like uh, that's an everyday thing, dude. Right. Don't be so proud of that. Right. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, it's just a, it to me the social media aspect makes adulthood now take longer to achieve. Sure. Well, and everything this generation Mentally. is exposed to, yeah, is none of it's tangible anymore. I mean, the NFT right. is a, is you know mm-hmm. a second time to mention that, 
It doesn't even exist. It's a. It's basically a, a gift file on your phone, right. and you can sell them for $69 million. Right. So, you know, uh, video games, uh, uh, you know, being an influencer on social media, uh, yeah. uh, getting, uh, you know, the, my son's first TikTok he ever posted, when you, it, it happened to get like 150,000 views, right? Yeah. And and he thought that was something, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And he's since learned that's nothing, right? right. Uh, I mean, it was a weird deal. It's, uh, I don't know what. Great for him. <laughs> right. I mean, it was nothing. in the grand scheme. Right. Yeah. So the hardest part, I think, is is your guiding. And I don't, I don't know if this is meant to be in, turned into a parenting podcast, but it's where my mind's at on the topic because yeah. I'm trying to get, you know, is you try to take what what we uh, did growing up that was tangible. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm my, my dad has is, is been a is a, the American story. I mean, he was started as a welder laborer, $6 an hour, and now is the VP for the company, right? right. Mm-hmm. But I saw him, I saw what to, what I saw what work looked like, and it was 16 hours a day of right. him being gone. And then I, when I was 16, I went to work for him. And so I saw, I worked for his staff. I saw him manage right. $60 million worth of equipment and on the high five and finish that job a year early. So I've, I've actually got to see, touch, and feel his work. And, yeah. you know, whereas my kids... You know, I, I've got a full-time job. I've got a, a successful real estate company. Yeah. And every bit of it involves just being near a phone. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the other day, I literally, it was a Monday morning, took my time getting out of the office, uh, getting out of the house. So Cam left school. I was still in bed, hammering out emails, just getting prepped, just getting my schedule for the day. Yeah. Well, by the time he got home, it was 4.45 after track practice, right? right? Well, by this time, I'm home, now kicking my feet up finishing up emails and right. I, I hear him come in and I'm like, I got to get up. <laughs> he left the house, saw me laying down like Char- yeah. uh, uh, Charlie and chocolate factory's grandparents. Right. And now I'm just in a different pair of clothes laying down, you know, with his phone. I'm like, he's never going to know what work is. Right. Even though this life I've given him is, is more than I even imagined I would be right. able to. How did, what, what does that generation see as work? Yeah. You know, and that I struggle with that because everything I do is sales is sales based right. in some capacity, yeah. you know? And so I can, you know, it's, it's not me exchanging it. Uh, I'm not hitting a hammer for 16 hours and get paid a set amount. And this is hard work, son. And in 35 years, you will see it pay off. Right. You no, know, it's like dead. Why, why, why are we going to the lake today? Well, I just yeah. had a good week and, you know, set up my schedule the way I wanted to. And, yeah. and I knew you had off today and we're going to enjoy that the afternoon. Yeah. I can still answer an email. If I, I can do. still answer mm-hmm. phone. You know, so yeah. it's, it's and So what we try to do is on the tangible side for this generation yeah. is, you know, we are really big. Like you go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Right, we love Chick Fil A. Everyone does. True. It's a it, you have to to be an American. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know we'll get a really great guy. Hey man, how's your day? What, what would you like today? And we give him our order. He gives it back to us conversationally. Um, ask us if we want X, Y, and Z. Right. And you know the other day Cam was like, man, that was that guy was on it. That was awesome customer service. Right. Right. I'm getting chills telling you this because I was like, that's what. That's the difference. That's what work kid. is. That's the difference. Like right. that experience and that, you know, that kid wouldn't, you know, he's just working at Chick-fil-A now because he's 16 years old, but that's the skill set it takes to talk to other adults. Yeah. You know, uh, for the longest time when my kids were just seven, it was handshakes and eye contact at church. Yeah. Yeah. Get up and greet the dudes behind you. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was the dad that was like, can we redo that? Right. He didn't look at you in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, that's and, what I do. And yeah. my kid is yeah. mortified. He's, yeah. he's not my personality. My daughter's more my personality. So, and he's just like. And of course, Rachel's jabbing me in the side. Quit like, oh, it, quit it. We're yeah. gonna learn to shake a hand. Yeah, you know. And and my I daughter mean, knows yes, how to yeah. shake a hand, and my wife shakes a, a really firm hand. And and that's that's a that's the right side of adult. And that's the tangible right. things that have to be passed on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And if we lose that, and we give the kids an out because of video games or because 
Their generation's different. Social media or the That's PC what crowd or yes. whatever, yeah. whatever influence, you know, society's kind of under and the right. social media. I'm, I'm kind of with you there. But my dad did the same thing. I mean, he, he made sure around that age is always yes, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. No, sir. Yeah. Please. Thank you. If they look older you. than you, then yeah. that's what you say to them. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Please. And thank you. Go a long way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so I haven't gotten to the handshaking aspects of anything because, uh, well, I guess from the standpoint of my growing up, a man's handshake and a woman's handshake were always different. Okay. Right. Uh, just, the, the female has always sure. been the weaker sex or whatever, uh, or the more um, you just hold her to a higher on a higher pedestal. So why right. does she got to shake your hand so hard? Right, right. right. Um, but guys, it's a I mean it's a it's a measuring sure. contest every sure. time. Uh-huh. So you're shaking your hand, you just don't want to be the one that cowers. You know. Oh, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, with three daughters, it's been the please, the thank you, the yes ma'am, yep. the no ma'am, all that stuff. Any, three daughters. Anytime. I know it's it's a lot. But, uh, but man, I tell you what, whenever I get to be 70, 80, 90 years old, if I make it that far, there you will. I will have all the help I need there you go. <laughs> from, from, all the, from all the sources that say it's good to have daughters right. from whenever you get I older. I love that. Um, but right now, uh, Cameron, she's, uh, she's nine. She, she'll, do, she'll do anything for me. And I... I mean, it's 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 the simple things like I test her all the time. Oh, you go turn the volume up on the TV. All right. And I'm right there, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, Dad, I'd love to, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, like keep, <laughs> like just keep that right. mentality, right? It, it can be as simple as that uh, in a different setting, you know. Hey, can you can you grab these this piece of mail and take it to, to Jim's office? Yeah, yep. I'd love to do that, yep. right? That It could be as simple as that, and we'll get her so far and life uh, sure. because it's just a, it's an attitude yeah. thing and you mentioned that 100%. earlier people pleaser right yeah. i mean not even that it, it's it's like just uh it, the attitude the attitude you go into it is is reflective of your uh mentality mm-hmm. right i mean if you have a good attitude you probably feel pretty good right sure. you know and so anyways um Kip, maddie's kind of starting to get out of that every now and then she'll do the, the eye roll like oh, okay and i'm like well hey 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 you know you gotta you gotta take care of business right she a lot of times she's leaving her plate or on the table For or whatever sure. pick up after yourself sure. right you you keep yourself clean you keep your area clean you you'll be productive that's, you know it's you, a hot topic at a seven year old absolutely absolutely it is put the plate no in the sink yeah and then i rinse it off put it in the dishwasher like we're learning like steps oh, like yeah. that oh my gosh oh it's, and, it's and it's not reminder. repeatable apparently yeah it's in any way, shape, reminder. or form. So I've been, I don't know if I'm fortunate in this. Uh, I feel like Maddie and Cameron are fortunate in this. They saw me blow up with, with Tara a couple times. And I mean, big mm-hmm. time. Uh, Tara's in trouble, yelling match, screaming, whatever it was. And they were in the car with or whatever. And Cameron is terrified mm-hmm. of me getting mad at her. I mean, she's absolutely terrified. If there's any way, shape, or form that I'm like starting to get serious, her face turns to to stone. For mm-hmm. sure, sure. Uh, yeah. And then I, I have to with her. I have to wink at her or something to let mm-hmm. her know I'm just messing around or something. Right. Uh, but I've I've tried real hard to make sure she understands the difference between being serious and and being goofy, mm-hmm. right? Because that's a necessary skill in life, right? right? 100%, uh, yeah. You're at the drive-through. You want to be serious, right? Yeah. You don't want to be goofy, right? Yeah. Right. But if you're uh, if you're done in the drive-through and they come around and somebody recognizes you, oh, let's let's be goofy a little right. bit with them, right? Let's yeah. let's chill out. But uh, but anyways, there's so many little things that that being an adult 
causes you to do and but you learn it over time mm-hmm. right you don't just you don't just automatically fall into it that 18 to 24 you said was nearly catastrophic of course uh me too yeah right yeah uh i mean there's there's so many things out there that we did that were just dumb absolutely stupid that had a couple slumber parties uh, hello hello city city justice department you know right and that's how i learned you know after that (laughs) just a couple just a couple slumber parties uh whether it's that whether it's meeting the wrong person you know and Mm -hmm. uh having a few too many nights over or whatever right uh, uh, scares of any kind, you know, yep. there's just, uh, there's just all kinds of stuff, right? I didn't get into the drinking and the drugs and stuff that, that a lot of people that age do get into because of the peer pressure or because of the availability or whatever. Um, I, uh, man, women was like a huge, a huge struggle for me. Right. And so, uh, not that I'm like any kind of crazy appealing dude or anything. I just, I felt like I had some charm and I, t- <laughs> Took advantage of it, right? Shoot I mean, shoot I was shoot an eight. Shoot. That's right. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, anyways, I got in some trouble there, right? And uh, and it it kind of showed in in how the last ten years have kind of developed for me. But uh, you know, I'm just uh, I've I've had to learn and learn to say, listen, this that's who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You you're either gonna like me, or you're gonna hate me, right. and that's up to you. Mm-hmm. If if you don't get along with me, okay, fine, right? I'm not going to force you to right you know anyways it's just but it's a the, the lady says it's a process in the interview and i was going to play it but i don't really don't think there's a need to it's four and a half minutes long and she wrote a book on how to be an adult well what's what's funny and to bring it back what you talked about you're like we, you know the generations right like they all want what they didn't have or they weren't given they want to give their kids what they weren't given right, right? so our generation we're known as a student loan generation right, right. our parents didn't you know they that they, they were either having kids in the late 70s 80s to where you know education wasn't that huge of a deal right, right? The, the boomers hadn't found a way to uh, skyrocket the price and, and yeah. completely crash the economy yet right right and so we took care of that for right right mm-hmm. so they're all like you're going to college no matter what you know right. and so we, we we did that right well the thing that's that's you know and i i my son's 14 i coach a, a, a very high level baseball team right. of, of him and of, of his uh the tribe right the tribe the, the tribe. tribe baseball team That's 14 right. u latori uh i coached a guy <laughs> named steve's awesome there you go and i can tell you i mean the, but the generational thing is our parents didn't care whether we liked them or not yeah and this new generation of parents is what's ruining like our generation of parents yeah. is what's ruining the next generation. Right. They want to be, they, they want their kid to be coddled and liked yeah. and loved and fuzzy all the time. Yeah. And you know, you, you, you watch a family order at dinner. You know, my kids have been able to order for themselves for as long as I can remember. Right. You know, and you speak directly, you make eye contact, you tell them what you want. Right. And you know, and it, it's the opposite. It's uh, he, he's not a talker. He'll have the chicken tenders. Yeah. And the kids just, sitting there like, oh, oh, you know. it's horrible. And, and like, if you don't talk. think that's a microcosm for how they will act a year from now, yeah. five years from now, you're, you're wrong. Right. You're crazy. And it's never the kid's fault. Right. Uh, we're friends with, you're an educator. Uh, uh oh. I've got some of my closest friends are, are high level educators and, um, the lack of support they have from the parents at home uh-huh. on anything. Yep. It could be behavior. It could be, I mean, I mean the things that you were just like, Oh, surely every parent wants their kid to be a great person. No, yeah. no, they want you in trouble. They want you to coddle their kid because right. they said something and, and it's, it's never the kid's fault. You yep. know, we're going to raise them up, you know, mommy, daddy, it's, maybe it's a victimhood culture. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that, that is in course, I'm over. I'm trying to like overcorrect for the whole generation. Poor my poor kids. You know, I mean, even Campbell come home and the neighborhood knows me as the strict dad who 
you know, I mean, and hey, we just have expectations here, yeah, son. Absolutely. You know? And I, I don't, I hate that I come off as such a jerk sometimes, but your mom's so loving, it equals out. Absolutely. You know, and that's one of the perks of, <laughs> that's one of the perks of still, absolutely. still being happily married is I get, she gets to over love and I under love and yeah. we vice versa. And I'm, right. I'm the a-hole and she's, she's the empathetic one a lot, yeah. but um that the the problem with adulting and it all being a thing starts with you know adults adults current yeah we uh, we can't hold the young adults kids accountable well it's it's not to me okay so you know you started speaking about this and this is part of the reason why i called you because you're not an educator both buddy and i are Mm -hmm. right and so uh you know we see it from not only the parent perspective but we see it from the lack of parents perspective and it it's Man, it, it just it hurts to try to have to deal with this stuff. Uh, this whole COVID uh, virtual education is like the worst thing that Ever. could have happened for these kids yep. because they don't know how to talk to you in person. Mm-hmm. They are definitely not going to talk to you over a computer screen yep. because yeah. they, they have the ability to, to turn their mic off, to, to turn their camera off, mute themselves or whatever, completely ghost the conversation and what can you do about it? Nothing. Right? There's yep. nothing you can do. But any, but, but and there's no recourse. There's, there's no recourse, there's no recourse yeah. because it's not the kid's fault. No. Right? You have to make the calls. You have to do all this stuff. And uh, if you make an email, it doesn't count unless you get a reply, which, hello, hello. Who, how many are replying? Right. Right? And then uh, because of where we live in Texas and everything, uh, immigration is obviously a big issue. And so that also means that language barriers sure. exist. Mm-hmm. So anytime you're calling parents, uh, there's a like 50-50 chance they don't speak very good English or English at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've had kids get on the phone. Um, the, you know, I just, uh, hola. And then next, it's, hello, uh, I'm going to translate for you. <laughs> and, it's, and it's clearly... He says I'm doing a really good job. Right. It's clear. Exactly, right? You don't he wants know... wants me to be on his podcast. Right. And so it, there's no telling, number one, how old this person is. Number two, uh, who they are right. specifically. Like, I mean, anyways, it's just, it's just terrible. But the kids get away with... Murder, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, man, I, I've seen so many, so many discipline things that that didn't become discipline, right? They didn't, they didn't become disciplined. Sure, you know, they should have. This kid cussed a teacher out. Wasn't even his class. No suspension. No alternative education placement. No nothing. Uh, here's a here's a Wednesday school for you. Mm-hmm. That teacher ended up quitting over this. Right. I mean, the adults... There's no advocacy have to, on behalf of the teachers. Absolutely. It's all on behalf of the kids. All right. And it's because we're trying to make sure that everything is, is perfect for them. And there is nothing in this life that's perfect. Right. You know, and, and they won't realize that until nobody's there to advocate for them anymore. Now they're on the opposite end of that advocacy. Right. Because they're now the adult. And it's now the kids becoming, you know, getting the support. You've been supporting me for 18 years. Yeah, you're done. Right. right? You're on your own, big dog. But they're not going to look at it as like a challenge. They're going to look at it as somebody else's fault. Absolutely. That's what's always been. Absolutely. Okay, so so that takes me into this this thing I found 10 things needed from parents at the age of 20 or or maybe 20 Mm. plus. Uh, This is a senior in college uh, who wrote these things. A couple of them I I will 
I will say, yes, this is what you need. Another couple, I will say, you know, put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants or whatever, and mm-hmm. you just kind of nut up, right? Uh, number one, preparing for a job interview. I can kind of see that. Mom and dad have probably been there, right? Mm-hmm. What are some tips you can give me for this? Uh, addressing car issues. So whenever you saw your dad go to work and build his his stuff, I saw my dad. He also went to work and stuff, but he also did everything himself. Uh, he will he will go to a uh, he'll go to a car lot, or not a car lot, like a, a junkyard, find the same model car that he has that has the part he needs mm-hmm. for twenty bucks, and he'll put it in himself. Sure. Instead of paying five hundred bucks at a at any collision place, right mm-hmm. or whatever. So, anyways, addressing car issues, I can see that uh, you know with with age comes experience. So you want to ask somebody who might have some experience. Uh, cooking questions. Huh. I don't think you need help from your parents with cooking questions. Uh, could they be like, uh, what's the recipe for this? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Let's get some recipes. But uh, don't. Or, high, or like high level stuff. Like, mom, that aioli you make. Right. Mm-hmm. What is that? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but not. But not. Uh, how do I. How do I feed myself? Right. Yeah. How, how do I cook a meal for two? Right. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, it's uh, don't burn the house down. Right. And you're probably doing good. Yeah. Leave the towels See, like, off of the oven. I'm thinking like grilling, you know? Yeah. Like I might I might have a question on uh, you know, what's the uh with with a certain type of grill. Right. Right? Uh right. so with gas grill, right. kind of self explanatory. Right. But for me it would be like what's the what do you do for a smoker? Like how mm-hmm. how do you get That's that, what I'm saying. That like charcoal, you know, how much, how that, much did you the, use? The fun or, cooking right? questions how much charcoal? are fine. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're Absolutely. You're, you're, so, you know, your homemade chocolate How to make pie. this macaroni yeah. and cheese? Right. Like no. Right. That, yeah. Oh, you, you know, follow that, the yeah. instructions on the box there, right? <laughs> so anyways, the cooking questions can, to me can kind of go both ways. It it all depends on the realm. Right. Filing taxes to me, I'm sitting back thinking, you don't need your parents for that. There's 18 billion places out there that can do your taxes either for you or show you how to do them. Right. right? Or you just fill in the blanks. Right. That's what they do now. Literally, just ask you a question. Right. Did you move? And instead of, right. that just checks a box off exactly. on the form. Exactly. So, uh, filing tax. And the other thing is, is that all this stuff, there is either an Instagram page for, mm-hmm. so you don't need your parents for it, or there is literally someone getting paid or that you could pay to answer those questions. There's cooking classes. There's mechanics. There's uh, professional job coaches or right. whatever. Uh, filing taxes. There's H&R Block. There's all those others. Uh, number five, emotional support. Uh, you need emotional support from your parents, okay, probably, but there's also therapists, right? right? Sure. <laughs> uh, parents are free, though. Right. Parents. I'm gonna love. I'm gonna love my kids regardless. Right. I mean, well, I feel like every parent's a therapist. Right. Like, right. You, you are. You watch you're, your kids go through. Like, you don't need emotional support from your parents because you're gonna get it unless you have just god awful parents. Right. They have to be literally on the opposite end of the spectrum of someone who wanted kids. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, uh, job applications and insights on job opportunities. The same thing as an interview. Well, know. well, okay, maybe, but I think it's the it's the first part of the interview, mm-hmm. right? You you got to apply for the job before you prepare for the interview. Oh, I see. Right. So uh, I don't know why that wasn't job interview was one and applications was six, but I also didn't make this list. Maybe they need, uh, you know, from their parents the mm-hmm. ability to order things properly. <laughs> right. You know, right. sequencing, uh, investing in the stock market. Edward Jones or James, I don't even know who it is. Yeah. Uh, health guidance, mm-hmm. LA Fitness, 
Yeah. Uh, any any Google. nutritional yeah, all, yeah, coach. All these kind of fall under right. Google too. You know. Uh, <laughs> this is this is kind of where I started getting. This is stupid. You know, you don't need this from your parents. Gift ideas. Mm. Unless it's a gift for them, yeah. you don't need the gift ideas from your no. parents, right? This person was coming up. Oh, ten sounds like a nice round number. I got to come up with ten, mm. right? Uh, I'll give you up to health guidance, but even still, what happens if their parents are like the most unhealthy people in the world, right? right? So maybe maybe seven investing in the stock market. The last one, number ten, was book recommendations. Come on. You need that from your parents? No. Uh, my dad does I do not have read. Eight, I do have eight credits all. available on Audible. Right <laughs> I need to spend them or I'm going to lose them. I'm t- listen, I'll tell you what. That is the that is the thing that I have found to be phenomenal. Because oh it's gosh. just like a podcast. Yeah, 100%. So That's my, the only way I listen to books. Yeah. Well, my brother told me about, I've, I've mentioned it several times, the book called Extreme Ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, Never and, heard of it. I'm excited. Well, it's, it's if awesome. you got eight credits, I'm get gonna it. I'm going to use it. So use he's it. got three or four out that are all, they're all tied and connected uh, but he's a Navy SEAL. His name is Jocko Willink. Yeah, very familiar. And so he... You know, Nick Gonzalez? Yeah. Yep. Of, he lives in Phoenix. He right. loves Jocko. Oh, And, and I'm, I'm like anti-military man. I just started following I him. I love the military. I just have never been the whole like... I don't... I've never been the... the, the like enamored by it. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I am, but I, I'm so far behind what they do and, and so amazed at what they do. Okay, that, that Like, I don't have that connection, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like baseball players where yeah. I was like, I did that once. Yeah. You know, like, I've never done anything that resembled the badassery of the military, right? <laughs> no it's, paintball? Uh, no, I've never done that. By I the way, a lot of paintball. By the way, let's son, go but. to Forney. Let's schedule a trip. I've got Joey on the hook. No way. Uh, with his two boys. Let me know. So you, Cam, come yeah. on. Dude, you want to come on? You come on. So it's where I took the senior soccer players. Okay, yeah, okay. uh, And it is it a blast, dude? It's so much fun. We take the baseball team once a once a year, and they they love it. We just sit there and listen to them. You should mask up. If you take them, you as the coach is free. Okay, Okay. just as an FYI. So, uh, but but I've heard of Jocko. Heard he's just a great guy, certified bad A, awesome podcast. I just haven't listened. Well, so my other deal about him is that Navy SEAL. You know, a career Navy SEAL. Mm. Uh, I've never heard him cuss on any of his stuff. That's cool. Even I follow him. I'm a on weak the, man, John. Josh. I'm yeah, a he's a man. much better man than I am. Then. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I just, I just haven't. Yeah. You know, and I pay attention to those things because growing up, I was always the person that censored myself at home. But when I was with my friends, once I started cussing or whatever. It was like in certain circles it was acceptable, other circles it wasn't. Sure, so I right. made sure those circles stayed mutually sure. exclusive. Right. Anyways, but uh, it's called extreme ownership, and it it's it takes uh, it takes lessons learned from the battlefield in Ramadi, uh, Iraq. Wow. Into business. Very cool. And then he has another one called the dichotomy of leadership, which is actually the last chapter of extreme ownership. And he had a lot of uh, feedback that said. Can you just write a book on the dichotomies that are in leadership, wow. right? I mean, yeah. you have to be aggressive but humble. Yep. All kinds of things that, oh, that cool. have to work, ag- that seemingly work against each other, mm-hmm. but have to work together. For sure. And so I'm on the dichotomy of leadership right now. Cool. And there's another one called leadership strategies and tactics. And so I'm sure that takes a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that they had to do and, and explains why they did them, mm-hmm. right? And then he um, he runs a business called Echelon Front, that is it goes to businesses and it tries to help uh, build leadership right. and make better leaders in a company, yeah. generally a company that's struggling 
to produce or, or a company that's uh, having, you know, employee, employer issues, right. things like that. Or they're sure. building, bringing in more employees right. and try to get them up to. Well, and his like 99% problem solver, which generally is, I see it as the case, is ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. At the base of all these issues is someone thinking they don't need to bend to yep. to this or, yeah, or they're above this or whatever. And, I mean, you see it on the soccer field. You saw it all year this year yeah. with JV. Um, I saw it at the beginning of the year, and it started tapering off at the end of the year, which explains why we became as as good as we were mm-hmm. together, yeah. right? And, I mean, we obviously – fell short in that first round of playoffs and oh by the way we we lost to Rockwell Heath in the first round of playoffs 1-0 on a PK so Come not on. even like a, a goal that they That's built like, up and scored right and then now they're in the state semifinals Come on. they're in the state not I'm not saying we would be there mm-hmm. but, but uh they did not beat us outright we gave them the opportunity by a simple stupid mistake uh. and then did not capitalize on one uh, uh Real good one on one with the goalie, man. We just didn't capitalize. Oh. So, our mistakes. I love that you're a soccer guy now. I know you oh, as dude. the greatest catcher of all time. Well, no. <laughs> and, uh, so, went to a couple baseball games past week, a uh, week or so. Yeah. Uh, still, still loving it. <laughs> oh, so, dude, I mean, brother. obviously, uh, I have the wall in here. I know. Right. Found, uh, found, went to a World Series game and a, uh, NLCS that was both at uh, Globe Life Field so, last year. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And so, I got an Elvis Andrews bat. It is really? in a bin full of broken bats. Only one wasn't broken. Really? What do you mean? They you got to walk through a? You, what do you no, mean? No, it's just it's like game used thing. I bought. I mean, it's a hundred bucks. Okay, cool. Whatever, and you just you pick one that you want. And I started picking through, and I saw Jerks and Profar one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it had yeah. number nineteen. And so I'm yeah. sitting back thinking I was nineteen yeah. in baseball, and uh, and so I picked it up, and it's broken, but it's okay. You know, they they glued it or whatever together and kept it, or it was just cracked. Right. And so, uh, but then I started picking through. I was like, maybe, maybe. Let's see what else they have. I pulled this one out. And as uh, Elvis Andrews, so I was like, okay, well, that's a better name yeah. on the team, right? He's still on the team at the time. At the time, yeah. And uh, and so I started kicking that bat on the, like, ch- kicking it on the uh, on the handle, oh, tapping it on the ground, and still vibration in it. I was like, well, this ain't cracked, <laughs> and it's the same price, so I'm gonna get that. Don't so get it's that. hanging up right there. Nice. I love that. I was talking about some of the autographs I got in uh, in uh, spring training, 16, 17. You know, in 2016, when the Cubs beat the Indians. Yeah. Uh, I went to Cleveland's Goodyear Park and got uh, Tyler Naquin, Trevor Bauer. Wow. Uh, Bauer's big. Bauer's huge. Uh, Corey Kluber was their ace at the time, and uh, Rajai Davis yeah. was their center fielder, all yeah. on the same little spot on the ball. Wow. That's cool. And so, uh, and it was that year that they went to the World Series, and I'm sitting back thinking, well, this was phenomenal. Yeah. This was Let's excellent. Yeah. And I'd, I had no plan. My parents were going, and they said, they said, we're going to spring training for a couple days uh, during spring break. I was like, what? You didn't say anything? And so they were like, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So they had, oh, a, they had two queens in their room. Right? The, the cheapest room my dad gets does not and get the most. And you show up and they got a third queen. Right? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And so anyways, where's my, where's my drums here? Uh, so anyways, uh, so I tagged along with them. I had no plan. I had no idea what to expect. Well, at most of these fields... I don't, have you ever been? No. At most of these fields, there is a either a very thin fence or a thin rope line between you and the players. That's all I've heard. Oh. And there's a couple that's it's dramatically different. Uh, at uh, 
And Nick Gonzalez lives there, and so yeah. and we, as much as me and him talk, oh, yeah. I'm the worst friend ever. Yeah, I have you just need been. to go out. Yeah. You just need to go hang out with him during March or late February, yep. and just make a trip to Scottsdale. The worst. Anyway, so uh, but but the next year, or so I had no plan. Right, I figured out how easy this was to get autographs. I found a foul ball or something. I was like, oh, I get. It. I went to Dick's and got like six or seven brand new baseballs yeah. and just said, hey. You know, and they're the the uh, what's it the uh, NHMS or NMHS baseballs? Okay. The, you know, they're those diamond balls, right? Right. And not the actual MLB balls. Well, that, Kellen Hickman would not approve then. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's oh. he's devaluing all your efforts because it wasn't on the thirty-five dollar ball. Right. Well, no. And now I know there's also a uh, an alley, uh, a Rawlings outlet in Phoenix. Ooh. And so there go, you go. Let's go get a dozen, right? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so the next year we went. And I, I printed out logos on photo paper, took Sharpies. And Love it's, it. it's significant, and it's on the opposite wall whenever you, if you go in Love there. it. But anyways, uh, I, I completely got off of the I know, but the let, train me, thought, let me bring but you back to I, it. I was, I, in, I was talking <laughs> soccer, and now. I know, I got you. I said you're the greatest catcher of all time. That's true. You, 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 were, a great, you were a really good catcher. And so Josh has never been fleet of foot, right? Uh, <laughs> he didn't have great pop time, but the dude would throw anyone out. I mean, he was just yeah. one of those guys. He just had it. You can't teach that. Had a gun he, on him. Just, well, yeah. it wasn't even the no, arm. I think I think the pop time was was what it was. You think it was? I mean, because yeah. it wasn't the arms. It had. I mean, yeah. I, did my you arm throw was from average. The knees. I felt like you. No. That has me pop time because you. No, I got you. Out. You threw a lot of guys out. You should have yeah. thrown out. I had about over had about a sixty-six percent throwout rate. And over. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, was pretty solid. He just got it. And I. I it. But the other thing was I was picking him off at first as well, and and third. There was one guy, man, I remember, man, you're taking me back right now. This is what adulting is. It's remembering the glory days. Glory days. So uh, we were playing Berkner uh, in the first round of playoffs my junior year, and they had this guy that apparently was the fastest guy on their team, and I was testing every catcher. I threw him out three times, and I threw him out once to end the game. So he he stole once because – Well, I did throw – I think I threw it a little high or something, and he was able to slide under. But he stole four more times – or three more times, four total – threw him out at second twice and he tried to steal third and right to shorter right on the bag i mean he didn't even have to move his glove he just caught it right on the, it doesn't, right it, on the dirt. it, it, it didn't it hurt that awesome. plumber was putting it in your mid at like 94 i don't know i don't know if it was plumber <laughs> that day no it, I, but I, I i remember at every level it was like sophomore year where we're like he's really damn good at catcher right like, yeah he just throws a lot of guys out like yeah well, it's because he's fast. He's not fast. Yeah. We know. No, I cannot. I cannot run to first base. Right. I cannot run a, a ground ball oh, out I at all, it. even if it's to the left fielder. Right. But, uh, but I. But by golly, I can move within a within a three foot space. I, I can. Love it. I can. <laughs> I can get these feet turned, baby. Absolutely. But to bring so, it back to your list of ten, yeah. Every one of those things is cool with good attitude and effort. If you if you if you have tried your best, right? Give me a call. I'm yeah. your old man. That's yeah, yeah. what I'm here for. Right? Absolutely. And yeah. I, I think that's Did the you big do di- it? That's the big disconnect right. is this generation doesn't understand that half of it is looking like you give a damn. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what we're trying do to teach. Do you care about this? That's trying to teach the, the next generation is like and it's not sitting back going, We'll be a gamer. You know? Right. No. Yeah. Your mom yeah. tells you ten minutes, show back to the living room up in ten minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've- okay, so yeah, so my daughter uh, now being uh, separate households, uh, her mother told her because she didn't go to tutorials back when it was in person school. Right. Uh, she didn't go to tutorials for a bad grade, and it was my turn to have them that night or whatever. 
So she calls me. I had no idea that she was supposed to go to tutorials, and I'm I'm terrible because I just well, left. you're a bad dad, right? <laughs> clearly, I left I left before my contract time, I think, to go be in line to pick up my other two kids, so I didn't have to wait in the hour long line. And so, anyways, yeah. uh, so I'm in the line with my other kids. Their mother calls. Do you do you have the girls? Did Tara go to tutorials? No, she. We got in the car and we left. I didn't know she had to go. To, Oh, she knew she had to go, blah, blah, blah. Like she, and she, oh, I forgot, I forgot. And I'm getting to the point where I forgot is no longer no, acceptable. Is acceptable. Once, Hell twice, yep. that's it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. After that, now you're Done. using it as a crutch. Yep. Yep. And so anyways, uh, she said, okay, well, she doesn't get any computer time tonight because she, you know, she has to study for this mm-hmm. test or do this assignment or you name it, whatever it was. And, uh, and she knows she's supposed to go and she didn't do it. And I was like, all right. So I get home, and I start taking care of things, dishes, cooking dinner or whatever, getting things ready to go, mm-hmm. uh, to have dinner around 5, 30, 6 o'clock, so it's not terribly late. Well, I'm occupied. Of course. Mm-hmm. I go into her room. Black hole. Right? Mm-hmm. Tell her, hey, dinner's ready. She's cracking away on that computer. I was like, oh, you are voluntarily, willingly disobeying your mother. So there's going to be another consequence now. Right. And that consequence was to take her phone. Right. Now she can't do anything electronic except maybe watch TV or right. listen to the radio right. or something. Anyways, like anybody has a radio. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so it, this was so detrimental to her that she decided to leave. Keep She's going. like, I'm out. I was like. Run away I said, train, I, I, I told her bye. Yeah. <laughs> I told her bye. Yeah, that's what I said. She'll be back. <laughs> well, she went, uh, I think you came You came down this road over here uh-huh. by the field. Yep. You saw the pond. Yep. There's a There's a black fence that separates the pond from the road. She mm-hmm. sat by that black fence under some tree cover for some shade. Sure. Uh, so I, you know, I let her walk out and I was like, see ya. See you later. You know, she's 16 at this time or mm-hmm. something. I mean... Yeah, it's not safe out there for a 16-year-old girl or whatever, but she's also competent enough to understand it's not safe out there. I ain't straying that far. So anyways, I I walk out. I look to the right all the way down the street where there's houses, houses, houses. I don't see her. I look to the left. I go left because I'm like, she's probably going this way. There's Mm -hmm. no houses that way, so it's safer. And she squats right behind that, right under the fence, or right by the fence under the tree. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's, mm-hmm. She'll be fine. I get a call from her mother. Don't take her phone away. Ugh. Okay, but okay, let, me, let me hold on to, let me hold on to mm-hmm. this logic for a second. I have to enforce your rule, right. but you can't help enforce mine when she breaks yours. Yep. And right. I'm trying to hold her accountable for your rule here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not going to do it. Well, if you fall asleep or whatever, I can't get a hold of the girls unless they have a way to. I was like, your other two children have iPads with Wi-Fi yeah, and FaceTime sure. and stuff. You can get a hold of and anybody my, you need to. And I'll turn my phone on loud. Yeah. Right. So can you trust my now, word? To her, right. Let's just say in her defense, I don't. I keep it. Oh, okay. I keep my phone on silent a lot. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I don't like to be interrupted when I sleep. <laughs> and a lot of times I'm not, even if my phone is on loud. Right, I right. sleep. I sleep that hard. But... Anyways, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's my deal, and that's the other thing, and that's why kids have no accountability, because 
whether it's parents that aren't together anymore, they're at odds, yep. or one can be pitted against the other, mm -hmm, or because one wants to be seen as the cool parent, one wants to be seen as the disciplinarian, or yeah. has to be seen as the right, disciplinarian, sure. or whatever. Uh, whether it's no parents in the picture, they have grandparents, and the grandparents want to be grandparents and not parents, right? right? Right. And so there's all kinds of situations, and those are the things we see as teachers, that kids kids aren't growing up at all. Right. They're, mm -hmm. they're plateauing at this... Uh, age of lack of accountability for sure because mm -hmm. there's no repercussions and if there are repercussions they're so minor that they're they're doable they can handle them mentally yeah. speaking or whatever anyways i came across this other thing so now since you talked about uh, parents the parent uh things you need to tell your children first thing that they need to tell your children is that when they become old enough they need to consider buying a house and who better to buy a house from Home than the guys. home buying guys. Yeah. Do you have a home you need to sell in a hurry? You're looking to move out, move on, but this house you have has you stuck. Repairs you can't afford to take on. Maybe a recent life change that requires some asset liquidation or an inherited property you just need to sell. Give the home buying guys Lance and Adam a call at 972-521-1817. I was in a situation where home repairs were much needed along with a dramatic change in the family unit and I needed to get out of my house. Lance from the home buying guys gave me a call after my inquiries of selling my home fast and within 24 hours they came to my house, gave me a proposal that was everything I needed to be able to sell my home. They take care of all the hard work and make sure they give you a fair, comprehensive estimate for your property. They're the most straightforward, honest, and hardworking guys you'll meet, and they will tell you if it would be better to make the deal with them or go through the realtor and traditional home buying process based on their evaluation. Don't wait if you're in the market to sell and it needs to happen quickly. Call Lance and Adam, the home buying guys, at 972-521-1817 today. So, uh, so Lance, being that uh, you are... One of the home buying guys. I, I, yeah, I'm uh, the most important. I'm I the mean, taller one. I'm not the most important one. I'm the taller one. That, yeah. Oh well. I, did I say most important? No, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. <laughs> you, you caught yourself. I was like, I'm the most important. I'm like, no, I'm yeah, not yeah. at all. I'm, I'm actually the least of, important just, one, but I am the taller one. There you go. You'll really enjoy extreme ownership based on that attitude, right? For there. sure. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, but man, I appreciate you. Number one, being on, and number two, supporting the show in the way that you do. Yep. Thank you. And what's so cool? I didn't. I, Maybe I've missed our spots when I've listened to the podcast because yeah. I, I, I didn't know you went into that story. But that is, you know, Josh and I went to school together since kindergarten. Yeah. Right? You absolutely. Were you kindergarten Club Hill? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and uh, we, know, we didn't go to Brandenburg together. Oh, that's right. You went to Lyle. I, went to I knew Lyle. there was a little but bit of a disconnect. Back yeah. to high school. So, you know, we, you know, Adam and I turned on marketing in what, 2019, you know, to where we were actually marketing in the way we do now. You know, uh, people that have an urgency to sell a home can find us either through Facebook, search engine optimization, or pay per click. And out of nowhere, I just get this text and it says, you know, Josh Buchanan and like Ranch something. Was it Ranch? It wasn't Ranch Oaks. No, was it? it was uh, Emberwood. Emberwood. Okay. I yeah. look it up. I used to live on Ranch Oaks when I was like five. Right. And so I was like, this is right by Ranch Oaks. And I was like, I know Josh Buchanan. <laughs> and so he actually, everything he just told you on that story is a complete organic true story. We reconnected through him. Uh, needing a, a quick cash offer on his home. So, yep. uh, you know, since then we've grown as a company. We're 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 buying and selling. Man, we're buying a house a week right now, dude. Yeah, it's, I've, it's, I've noticed, man. I, I'm having a hard time keeping up on Instagram. <laughs> it's, I know, and that's where that's we, what yeah, that's that was one of the huge benefits with Joey. He was all over it. I mean, grammar. he was always okay. taking care of the social media stuff. Okay. So. Well, and y'all got like I feel like y'all got like 40 Instagram accounts. Uh, I feel like we did. And too. one of them is just 
tree photos? Is that Joey's? Yeah, yeah Joey. Joey <laughs> likes to. It's to the take old filtered tree, and, and it's gorgeous. But right. I, I've been to Wiley. It does not look like that. <laughs> it is brown. <laughs> it is not yellow, blue, and red at all. In any way. Love you, Joey. That's funny. So, anyways, yeah, that's that's how we met, and and you know, of course, we we love the average Joes because one of the things that that you just can't put in a bottle is when you when you act like a pro. When yeah. you act like a pro and you are a pro and you're in you, no ego, right? Mm. Then people treat you like pros. And since the the first episode of this podcast, they've been pros, and we're all going, "What is this?" podcast about and they're like taking themselves pretty seriously you know i mean that's that yeah. was the co- that was the mm-hmm. the conversation and, and then when you take then but it made us take you seriously and right. now you're a legit podcast with yeah. with downloads all around the world yeah. and so it was a no-brainer for us to sponsor you mainly because you know this is our target market our target market's people man yeah you know and we, we of course we love dallas fort worth we love garland uh i i uh you guys have done such a good job of capturing you know, the slice of heaven we grew up in, right. you know? And uh, so, but I do want to make a, a, a little deal. So if you follow at home buying guys on Instagram, if uh, you follow us on Facebook, if you're a new follower, Facebook, Instagram, and you, you message us, so fo- hit follow at home buying guys on Instagram, home buying guys on Facebook. And you message us, privately message us average Joe's. I'll put you in a raffle. I'll send you 50 bucks. Probably Amazon or something like that. I like so, that. What's funny is no one will actually do it. Yeah. But I throw it out there all the time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried to spend this $50 like last month, the month yeah. before. We yeah. did a little deal at our at our uh, open house for investors. I'm like, hey, if you just mention this typo in our newsletter that right. went out to 4,000 people, we will give you 50 bucks on the spot. Right. No one's done it. So, you know, we obviously we're trying to grow our followers. We, we want people, everyday people, to know the home buying guys. Right. Because there's not one part of the equation we can't help you with. Um Obviously, the cash offer stuff is an urgency thing. If you've got a home that needs a ton of repairs, um, you know, or you've inherited a home, or grandma's been put in the nursing home, family doesn't know what to do with grandma's home because she sat in it for the last 40 years. It's paid off and needs right. 40,000 repairs, and not sure. one of all the siblings want the money, but no one wants to front the money to sell it. MLS, right. absolutely. Um, but we do it all one stop shop. If you follow us on at Home Buying Guys Instagram, Home Buying Guys Facebook, you see a lot of cool stuff. If you're if you're watching HGTV. As a weekend time suck, like we all do, like I do, uh, follow us because we, we basically provide the same content with actual properties you can touch, feel, guys you can text, talk to. So, absolutely. Um, I probably couldn't say it better than that. So, new follower, <laughs> send us a message saying Average Joe's on any of the platforms. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll put you in a raffle for 50 bucks. And I, I guarantee you, if one person does it, that person will win. Because, yeah. And if 10 people do it, great. We'll, we'll actually yeah. do a raffle. But I'm just, you know, that's that's the... the right. I mean, it's, it's 100% if there's one in there. One yeah. in there. You're going to get it. You're going to get <laughs> that's it. That's right. So, oh, that's thank fun. you for the plug, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Uh, so, getting back to things you need to tell your adult children. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I'm getting right into this. Uh, number one, th- and listen, this is... This, to me, was so elementary. Uh, and, again, because of the topic of this thing, like... Kids nowadays don't have any concept of of becoming an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara doesn't want to drive. So she wild she me. has her uh, she just got her permit, and then she can what, take the test without having to do the driving or whatever, without having to do the schooling mm-hmm. when she becomes eighteen or something like that. I don't remember what it is, but uh, there's some some like restriction less that she has to do when she's eighteen, right? Anyways, uh, but she doesn't want to drive. Like she's scared of driving. She's scared of, and I'm, I was I was itching to get out of the house. Right? Can when do I get my car, Dad? I mean, what, what when your you're car? 16. Don't uh, go on a tangent. Just answer the question. G, uh, 
a GMC, no, uh, Chevy S10. Yep, I remember. No, 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 it was a GMC Sonoma, but okay. it was the S10 version of the GMC. Yeah, yep, I remember it now. Was it navy? No, it was red. It was bright red. Yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah. I'm no, picturing it now. No, it's good. It was bright red and okay. uh, had, the, had the partial extended cab, not, oh. not full, right? Yeah, very cool. <laughs> uh, Just for your baseball back. Yep. Best catcher in the world. It was for the... <laughs> All right, get back. Get so back. anyways, right. 10 things you need to tell your adult children. Be kind. Overdress. Yeah. Yep. Don't settle. Mm-hmm. Save some money. Never fill out your recipient's email address on your email until you're ready to hit send. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> no, that is good advice. No. Yeah. Uh, make your bed. No. Uh, my simple rule of the more you, so like uh, the more you, uh, the get, the, like the more you give, the better you'll, the better attitude you'll have, or something like oh, that. Just some kind of motto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you fill in the more you do this, the more you'll get oh, this, no. or the more you'll mm. have this, or the more you'll do this. Anyways, uh, okay. Yeah. Give them Look some. Give Look them some rules. Text message. This is this morning. That's my son's room. Ah, uh, yes. Not a great start to your week. <laughs> this bed wasn't made. That boy. Walk in. It's called inspecting what you expected. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> I walked in. His his bed wasn't made. There you go, buddy. Bed wasn't oh, yeah. made, and so I texted him. I go, "Not a great start to your week." He wrote back, "My B." Yeah, my and, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we can put on this thing: text in full words. Yeah, <laughs> yep, no. Nope. And then uh, I wrote, "Recycling is full too," and he wrote, "I'll do it when I get home." <laughs> you wrote, "Absolutely, you absolutely." Will. You will. If you don't, you there will be repercussions. Dude, make your bed every day. Uh, so the last three on here: mindfulness, love your siblings, and know that your parents love you with their entire hearts and souls. Uh, I love that. To me, like, listen, there's nothing on this list that is bad information. Yeah. It's just extremely juvenile information. Sure. To be telling your adult children, right? You got a 23-year-old still living at home, uh, just got out of junior college because they're only taking six hours a, a semester or whatever. Yeah. So they take six years to get out of JUCO. Uh, that's an adult child, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're not ready to launch, Right. right. There's a movie called uh, Failure, Failure to, to Launch. launch movie, right. Yeah. Uh, Second it, time it was referenced in my life today. <laughs> uh, well, hey, that's, listen. A, that's a weird coincidence. Well, I was at a, I was at a row class this morning, and the lady's like, "I've got this bird. It's keeping me up at night." And she's like, "What's that movie where they the lady's like going crazy? And she's got the gun. She's about to shoot the bird." And I'm like, "I'm trying to be like antisocial, so the workout people don't talk to me ever." Sure. And I was like, <laughs> "Failure to Launch." And they're like. <laughs> Yes, That's and I'm it. like, damn it, they're gonna talk to me again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you just oh wave gosh. and say, I'm That's listening. Right. He's the <laughs> nicest guy ever. Oh my uh, gosh, you're gonna start conversations every time we yeah. see you. Man, that's crazy. Uh, and so, anyways, there's just you know, there's a lot of things that you apparently have to now that that raising kids, their kids are forcing you to raise them longer than they need to be raised. Or maybe parents are forcing themselves 100%. to prolong that is that process that is, or whatever. If I didn't know the topic of tonight, but if I did, I mean, you talk, you text me when I was on my way over here, right. adulting. But that's the platform I'd be running on. Yeah, it is hundred percent. This is all hundred percent parent repercussions from a parent's inability to parent. Right. The it, whole conversation has been about parenting, not adulting. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like parents we've talked about, not being we've talked about the definitions, but right. when we speak, it's like we're talking more about what's not being told to them or how, right. you know, hundred percent. So, uh, so my deal is that, uh, that it's kind of been, it's been taken to a, a realm, so to speak of, we want to do things differently than our parents 
did to us, right? We want to either make sure they have more than what we ever had or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, they're doing it to an extreme, yep. right? My parents spanked me. I'm not going to spank my child. Or whatever. There's you never there, spanked them? No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Oh. Hmm? I'm speaking in general. Oh, gotcha. My children <laughs> received spankings. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, because... Uh, I was well, about to spank you. Yeah. Well, I would, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would expect that if, if I had never spanked my children. Like, people that don't discipline their kids appropriately, uh, there's, no, there's no other explanation why their kids are, are turning out to potentially be garbage yeah. human beings. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, there's a time there's a time and an age for it to where there's a time where they can't comprehend lessons and conversations right and that's where spanking is it ends very quickly in their life you're right. not spanking a 15 year old kid right you know right. Uh, but uh, I would argue that uh, you still to. have that uh, you still have that little that hanging over their head I will do it if I, if it has to be done, mm -hmm. I will do it. Mm -hmm. we, we can be on cops. Don't, it's fine. Don't push me to that <laughs> right. limit. Right? Uh, Go there. Uh, with, with my daughter running out of the house that one day, mm -hmm. uh, discussions with police officers, did you lock the door? Did you lock her out? No? Well, you did nothing wrong. All right. Right? Are you, uh, other discussions with spankings, are you, are you smacking them across the face? No. Are you hitting them in the back of the head with a bat? No. no? You're spanking them on the bottom? Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Like, you're not abusing your child. Unless you are bruising your child, for sure. sure. And so, anyways, uh, but but they don't want to. They don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want. They don't want there to be any animosity between the kid and them, right? Because they have some animosity between them and their parents or whatever. Mm, right. Uh, maybe their parents took it too far. Well, number one, if if they had the understanding of that one, the last thing on the list, know that your parents love you with their entire heart. Uh. You don't discipline somebody you don't have some kind of care for, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and that that goes into school, right? We right. wouldn't be teachers if we didn't care about these kids. If right. we didn't have some relationship with them that that we were hoping they had a great life after they left us, right. you for know. Sure. Uh, so we put a punishment to to things for soccer, for sports. We want them to be the best possible kid that they can be, not only on the field but also off. Uh, behavior, attitude, all this stuff. Well, once they start falling or failing to do that, well, we put a punishment on them because we care about how they become sure. citizens after, For sure. you know, after they're done mm -hmm. with soccer. Or we want them to be in the highest level of whatever their sport is that they're playing. Well, they're not going to get that without discipline. For sure. And they're not going to get self-discipline without external discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody does it. You can't discipline yourself if you don't know what discipline looks like. Right. right. And so that's, to me, that's where adulting comes in. That's when you become an adult, mentally speaking, mm -hmm. is whenever you can properly discipline your, your own self to make sure that, you know what, if something happens bad... I can then govern what I need to do to fix it, True. right? I can I can save the money to pay for the thing. I can uh, I can cut back on subscriptions to make sure I have the money to to pay the debt that I incurred, right. or whatever. You know, I can I can uh, lose the weight that I've put on by yeah. by doing by waking up early and going to the gym yeah. or whatever, and being diligent, making problem solving, it, making it repeatable. <laughs> you know? Well, that's my problem with math, yeah. right? That's all math is. My kids in class, when are we going to use this? Uh, every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out how to solve it. Right. I've given you a tool bag. Here's all the tools. Right. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's no different than if you want to build a coffee table. Right. 
You yep. have to go figure it out. You might watch a YouTube video and you might get step-by-step instructions, which is also why I allow notes on tests. Right. Mm-hmm. Because life is notes on tests. Mm-hmm. You know, there are, what, four tests in life that you can't use notes on? Yep. The SAT, um, your MCAT or whatever, you know, your, your college grad test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like those four tests that you can't use notes mm-hmm. on, but everything else in life you can use notes sure. on. Right. You can get tutorials whenever you want, and That's you're life. set. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, I have a lot of people, because I teach math, I have a lot of people that disagree with me on that, but uh, but I I don't care. Right. You know, I mean, it is what it is. They can't disagree that you can use notes to solve almost any problem in, in life. Right. So, anyways. Uh, so, here's, some, here's 10 reasons why teens behave badly before they leave home. They're scared about the future. That's something that I've seen. My daughter does not. My my daughter mm-hmm. wants to stay home. She does not want to go out. Yeah. Uh, they're stressed about what what college they'll end up at, or you know, if they'll go to college. They sometimes gave into peer pressure, right? So mm-hmm. uh, they're comparing themselves to their peers. This guy has a lot of money. He's only eighteen years old. I don't have anything, mm-hmm. right? He's got a beautiful car or whatever. Uh, senior year is not a normal one, so this was probably written within the last year, right? This year, uh, we don't get prom, we don't get all right, this other stuff. Right. Even this year, they get prom, but it has to be outdoors. Mm. So, I mean, are we, we're setting up tents in case it rains. I mean, what's what's going on there? Hey, come to come to prom. We're we're on the grassy knoll <laughs> over there. Uh, becoming an adult feels feels weird. Uh, I've never felt weird as an adult. I've always kind of felt a, a sense of. Uh, Pride. Well, I've always kind of felt a sense of whimsy through, like, through my life, where I was always still goofy and, you know, not taking life too seriously, like uh, I always thought adults did right. when I was a kid. You know, uh, it could be hard to let go of their family. I'm sitting back thinking nobody's letting go of anybody. Yeah, you're just you're letting go of their wallets. Ultimately, <laughs> the wallet and the roof. Right. Uh, school is overwhelming. They've worked so hard for so long, and they're letting off some steam. That, to me, is the one that makes the most sense. Really? I I thought it was the opposite. I feel like school is way less demanding at this age than it was for us. Oh, my gosh. Listen, it was – no, no. Even even for us, it wasn't that demanding. Well, Once we got to college, it was all on us and all this other stuff. Yeah, which I thrived once I got to college. Right. I was was always a great test taker, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My kids at the – Ava will never make a B in her life. (laughs) But – Cam, he's 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 now A's and B's now. Yeah. Um. But it, we're we're on level. We're yeah. not. We're right. not. We're not. Absolutely. You no, know, we're not splitting atoms over here. <laughs> you know. And I feel like there's a little bit of the A's and B's have a lot to do with the Corona thing going. Uh, the you know. the grace. Yeah. 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 The grace being there. That. Now, I don't want to take that to away it. from him because I'm really proud of his grades and his ownership of the whole process. Yeah. Because he does. He will at any time can tell you where he's at with a class, and that has always hasn't always been the case. But, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I just I I I don't know. I felt like I, of course, the hotter chicks were in the better classes. Yeah. And it's not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I was always had to be an AP. So I That's wanted to be true. in your cheerleaders. And so. Yeah. He's like I would say that it's it's not dramatically changed. Okay. Uh, it has from a standpoint of the ones that care more about their appearance because of Instagram and stuff. Right. Now there's more of a healthy mix of okay. the let's quote the more attractive bunch of girls or right. whatever. Uh, but even still, if you think about the kids who are in the AP classes, they are the ones that are waking up, making their bed, getting sure. themselves ready yeah. to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they may only be attracted with son the is makeup, an AP bed right. but. The, but there's no failure to launch, right? <laughs> Absolutely, right. they're ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
But anyways, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I was, I mean, I was basically the same way. So I was, uh, I had my parents telling me a C was unacceptable, uh-huh. and I'm sitting back thinking right now a C is fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Based on well, the, I, I, my daughter knows math uh, about as much as a calculator will allow her to know, <laughs> and a sign, a, a, a how she would a basic calculator, sine, cosine, and tangent. Uh, don't not even she hadn't even gotten there. She's in algebra two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's only three things well, and well, I guess maybe she was a little bit in geometry, but it was so small that it didn't affect her grade that right. greatly. But I'm sitting back thinking she's going to be a writer or she's going to be dealing with animals in some sure. way. She doesn't need math. No. Mm-hmm. So pass it. Do what you got to do to yeah, yeah. get the grade yeah. that you need to be able to move forward. And, and that, that's it. That statement right there is so key and that no one wants to do anymore. Play the game, bro. Like, we know you're not going to be a mathematician. Doesn't yeah. mean you shouldn't try to get an A in math. Yeah. You know, if this is the last, if, if, if whether your math is basic or high level, it's it's attitude and effort. And yeah. You can police it all with those three words. But you still, it, it's it's playing the game. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, I get it. We know you don't want to be here. Yeah. But you still give your, your snotty nephew a hug. Yeah. You know, you don't have to tell him, you know. Yeah, it's just there's so many aspects of life that revolve around playing right. the game. Absolutely, you know, do what you have to do right. to become successful in the vein that you're in right, right. now. Yeah. Right, right. If it's a report card, if you're asked to perform in math, you better perform in math. Right. You don't got to be. You don't got to be the MVP. Right. No. Uh. Uh-uh. But you got to contribute. Yep. Yeah. You got to take some notes. You got to answer some questions. Yep. Do what you have to, so you can do what you want to. Right. right. That's Absol- really what it comes 100%. down to. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well and that was a couple of the things from those people at the beginning that said. I, I do what I can to make sure that I pay everything and to mm-hmm. make sure that I've taken care of X, Y, and Z. Right. right. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. Like, adulting is not making a meal. Right. Yeah. Because you can still feed yourself without making a meal. Right. Right. If right. you get 10 bucks, you can go to McDonald's and, and feed yourself for three days. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but, but it's, people make it out to seem like there is this checklist. Well, the checklist has always been whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. right? If you want to grow up, have kids, get a house, whatever, get married, right? then that's your checklist. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you want to grow up, be an entrepreneur, own your own business, multimillionaire, own 10 cars, uh, be a playboy or play bunny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically the John Jacobus lifestyle. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if he, like, if he, if that person wants to do those, then that's their checklist, yeah. right? They're that saying, was a nugget to see if he listens. Uh, <laughs> that was all that was. That's fair. John is the greatest uh, human on earth. We'll make sure, well, he, you know, apparently he was skiing for like three months in a row, that's, which, that's I mean, how's, how's that uh, In between country club trips, I'm sure. That's right. Uh, absolutely. Speaking of golf, we got to take care of that too, because Good. now that I'm Back to 100% uh, working. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing. I, I've actually uh, calculated my own handicap. Wow. And uh, play with my brother. I have to in order to play with him. Yeah. Uh, with some uh, with yeah. a group you that get he's your got. Yeah, get strokes. Absolutely. So I uh, actually uh, shot lower than my handicap on Saturday Uh-oh. morning. I'd never got to sandbag a couple rounds. Get well, back up there. I, I know. I know. <laughs> well, it was only it was one stroke. Okay, my handicap was twenty at this course. I shot nineteen over. Awesome. And so, uh, but as a course, I never played Lake Arlington. That's huge. And so, I'm sitting back thinking, if I just would have drove the ball the same way I drove it at Buffalo Creek, uh, I would have shot like ten over. And that would have killed my handicap. And that's <laughs> how you become addicted to golf. That's right. right there. And so, anyways. Uh, but yeah, so we gotta we gotta put that on the books. Cool. So Michael, uh, my brother Michael went with John, uh, Jared, and uh, and Cody. Cool. One day, so awesome. All uh, great guys. I, listen, I know John is is 
always got his bag in his car ready to go. Of course. So uh, we got to make that happen. But uh, and hey, we, I told you we got it. We got. I'm a hacker, goals. but I'm in. That's you right. Know. No, listen. As long as you, as long guys. as you as long just as you can keep up with the pace of play, you can yeah. shoot 140. Oh, we're good. Right. So if you, if you feel like you got to pick up because you feel like you're slowing it down, pick it on up. Pick it up. Pick it no, up. Let's go. Don't worry about that. I always carry another ball in my pocket. There you go. It's gone. Just drop it. Oh, that was the other thing. I played. I lost only two balls that day. Big deal. And that's, I mean, that's a, one sleeve, yeah. right? You, you, well, you, three's in a sleeve. Well, yeah, no, but you, you can use, play with one whole sleeve yeah, and not have to buy two, deal. right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Uh, I played a little nine-hole course in Mesquite that is terrible. And it's right got off water. the belt line over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Played with the same ball through that one. Good. Felt really Dude, good about that. In. And yeah. I'm telling you, I am finding the groove, whatever you're that in. groove may be. You're in. I'm making sure. So, anyways. But, uh, but yeah, man, adulting. It's, it's world news. It's world news. How do kids become adults when they get to be that age? And what is that age? Right. You know what? I'm sitting back. I was watching this thing. I said, who cares about any of this stuff? Like, this is the most laughable topic I've ever seen on a news station outside of the outside of anything Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, falling up the stairs. Uh, did y'all see? There was a, there was a little video with uh, Trump playing golf. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the ball so hits great. him, yep. and then it hits so him good. twice so more. Or something. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Uh, but anyways, you know, outside of stupid stuff that's already that's just perpetually thrown in your face, uh, I, I, this was the dumbest thing I thought saw come across a major news outlet. But mm. the, and I'll, I'll kind of as I don't know how close we are to wrapping up. I can talk about this stuff all night because I love my kids and I and I and I coach fourteen year olds. And you, you teach fourteen year or you yep. teach high schoolers, right? Yep. So you it, it's a pa- it's it's a passion of mine because I just I just think about it all the time. I'm around these great dudes. Uh, so the 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 contrary opinion of us saying, Hey, they're not ready is how do we as leaders of this of that generation, right, right stay fluid and liquid enough to understand some of the things that aren't tangible in our world are tangible in theirs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, video games is a huge thing in my, in our home um, because Cam's very damn good at them. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got college buddies that somehow I, they were my age, and I'm not. I was never into video games yep. outside of Madden and Tiger Woods. Right. Know, Absolutely. Not, you know, I did. That was it. A few Sega games. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, they'll call me and they'll be like, "Dude, you know he's awesome." And yeah. you know, hey, I guess he had a YouTube channel at some point. Well, dude, we've recently taken video games completely away from him. Yeah. It, it hurt him. You yeah. Know? But he was getting sucked into him. And, he, yeah. and then we, you know, one weekend of punishment, and you're like, dude, this is, he's like four times a kid, and he's been in the last six months because he doesn't have that black hole to get sucked into. Right, right. You know, and he's a, he's a triple A baseball player. He's a, he's a seven on seven football, tackle football kid. He's, yep. he's playing basketball. He's running track. I mean, there's no time for it anyway. So I, I hate to take something away from him because I really don't have to manage his screen time because he's so busy athletically and with school and social life. Right. Right. But then again, too, you, you know, he was he you have to protect you know kids would have skittles every night for dinner if it was up to them right so just because they want to do it doesn't yeah. mean that's the right play absolutely i'm gonna tell you what you're gonna do and, right. and we can have constructive conversations where i show complete empathy and sympathy for the fact that that is your generation you're very good at it but there'll be time for that son right you know and honestly the fact that you get sucked into that thing and you can't remember you told your mom in 15 minutes you'd be in the living room mm-hmm. is the problem yeah you know if you can hold hold up that end of the bargain yeah then then you you'd still have that resource but dude it's it's in the attic i mean it's not taking away like two weeks it's it's is january 10th 
Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, oh, nice. you know, it's, it's done, you know, yeah. and, and, and we've had deep conversations where we're under, where, Hey, here, here's where you've got to go. Yeah. You know, we've all put a lot of effort into you being somewhat of a decent human being at some yeah. level of your life. And, you know, since then he's now, he's, he, you know, when we're at the lake, he's driving from the, the, the campsite to the, to the marina. And there you go. He's doing, you know, so you want those types of responsibilities, which geeks him out. Right. Mm, well, sure. we've, we've got to get you kind of back into the real world. But the hard thing where I was starting to go with that uh-huh. is for us to understand NFTs, all these things of this world that we do not understand at all is real right. and it's real to them. And there is a way to make money from it. There is a way that it is just because it's not exchanging just because he's not a construction manager like my mm-hmm. dad or, right. or a machine, yeah. machinist like your pops right. doesn't mean it's there. not real. Yeah. Right. And so we have to have that. We can't just be completely closed off, right. you know, but then again, too, like, you have to make sure you're 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 checking along the benchmarks yep. of, of things that are tangible. Yeah. That, 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 you know, can you hold a conversation with the adult? morals and the ethics? Hundred percent. I tell it. you, that listen. I tell up. you, when mine was fourteen, uh, that was. Now I think it's dramatically different raising a fourteen-year-old girl versus 100%. a fourteen-year-old. I have boy. never done that. Yeah, right. You'll be there when? When will you be there? Three years. It's okay. awful. Right. You're you're dreading it. Right? Yeah. Uh, so it got to the point where my relationship with her suffered. Uh-huh. badly yeah because i was trying to push things that she was 100 percent adverse to i mean so adverse that she was resenting you for it resenting mm. fighting back like physically trying to to hit or whatever and get get away from me you uh-huh. know uh, to the point where i just kind of backed off from the standpoint of maybe i was being too overbearing for sure you know maybe doing the dishes once a week when I don't do them once a week, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was was something that I couldn't maintain or whatever, and uh, but it was me trying to instill just a routine. Yep, you know, where I'm fairly certain she has a routine, and she shocks me on a regular basis how routine she actually is. For sure, but it is 100 percent the opposite of what I would consider to be routine. Right. And that, that Which empathy. is exactly what you're talking about. Right. And so there's the, the sympathy versus empathy argument, right? right? Sympathy is you're like above the hole and you're looking down at them going, that sucks. Sorry. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm way up here. and the, Shit's great up here. Yeah. You know, and empathy is going down in the hole with them. Right. You know, and saying, okay, here we are. We're in you this have, together. You have this structure. Mm-hmm. What, what do you need from me to help you? Here's what I would, here's where I see you. I see you out of this hole. Right. What would, how can we work together to get there? Right. Right. And, and that's so hard to do because they're in the moment. And I can tell you this too, you know, you, you've mentioned the split household mm-hmm. that makes your effort so much more difficult than mine. Right. Because I've got a, uh, you know, not that Rachel and I are the greatest parents right. ever, but we, we, we have that united front of right. she's telling me, mm-hmm. Hey dude, you're I, I, you know behind closed doors. Like I, I'm with you, bro, but you're, Right. crazy right now yeah. like, right. You, don't, you don't realize yeah. you've been on his ass for like 60 yeah. days in a row right you know, or, yeah. like, you, know so like, you back him until there's a conversation yeah. you can have about i'm never backing you like that again right yeah. right and, and i'll right. be like sure. i'm with you you know and so and at that point i'm able you know you don't have that luxury you, well, you have I would to play argue, both sides of it sometimes i would argue that uh nobody understands my situation with my ex but my situation, we're better friends. And that's great. I heard we some things earlier marriage. you mentioned that, that sounds like, you know, y'all are communicating much Absolutely. more than most. So that's awesome. And so, you know, the, just kind of the point being is that for the most part, there is that backup. Right. It just takes a day or two to get there because 
there with her for a couple of days right. and there with me for a couple of days. It's a game of telephone. Right. right. And so anyways, uh, you know, the that provides its own little struggle. But for the most part, when it comes and that's that's like ninety eight percent of our conversation is about the kids directly. Right. The other two percent is something that might affect them directly for later sure. on, right? right. So uh, it's generally about the kids, which is how it should be, right? right? I mean, we're working together to make sure they're raised properly. But, uh, uh, again, what is proper? You know, each right. each of those girls are so different. Maddie wants to be the, the straight A, uh, top 10 in the class or whatever, cheerleader, Miss Popular, everything. The, right. the stereotypical uh, smart girl that was when we were, when we were growing up. Right. I mean, she was in things she was involved she was generally probably good looking uh very intelligent in the higher classes that's what maddie wants to be right. maddie's gorgeous right. i mean she's 10 but she has a, she i'm devastated i will be devastated when she turns what a 15 or whatever age she turns where boys are gonna really start like looking at her right. i'm mortified of thinking that way of course uh but i can see it now that she just She's taking pride in her appearance, right? Uh, she's 10 years old, so she's about to be 11 in May. Uh, so she's having to make sure that she puts deodorant on or perfume or body spray or whatever. It takes showers on a regular basis. Right. She's getting that on her own little schedule down. And it's scary that she's thinking about those things. Because uh -huh. I had to I had to force Tara at, at the age of 10. Right. You know, she Smell could like care less. Foot. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. She could care less right. at that age, you know, and right. and she's gotten to where she's now more attuned to those sure. things. And I'm sitting back thinking, sweet, mm -hmm. before you left the nest, like that's right. that's where I'm at. Like as right. long as you got it before you left, Cameron, she's still nine, right? She doesn't. I got to take a shower, right? Right. She's still that, but For sure. But she doesn't have the body odor right now right. because she's not getting close to to her her time or whatever, and. uh and I'm just man, but even still, I'm just I'm I'm mortified. Number one of all three of them finding a finding a dude. Oh, that's I not mean, gonna happen. Yeah, you're way too good looking of a man to not have beautiful daughters. Right. Well, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Ain't a really uh, good catcher. I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, that's the, I think that's how you pitch this episode to people, right? right? Like as you're marketing, like, hey, go back and listen to this episode. And and food for thought is, yeah, we think we're you know, adulting. Let's trash the generation, dude. It, it's on us. Yeah. And it's the parents we're watching. It's the students. It's the parents of your teachers, or your, the it's the parents of your students. Yeah. And it's the parents of the kids I coach and. And the and dude, the things Camden and uh, Ava come back on, they're like, hey, they they don't live like we do. I'm like, what what well, what do you mean? I mean, we're accepting of all lifestyles. Like, what do you right. mean? And they're like, they're like, well, like there's like like motorcycle parts in the dining room, and and uh, you know the, the you know the, this is that, and then you're like, well, that you know maybe we're a little obsessive with having a, a clean home, and yeah, you know, and and but I'm just trying to, you know, like how do you just it, but it. I think that's the catch of it, right? Like right. you want to talk adulting, you got to talk where it starts. Yeah, and and you know this generation that's coming up that is so disappointing and is so entitled <laughs> and is so the got you generation yeah. is all just responding to how they were raised. Yeah, I promise. And, yeah. and just like we were responding to how we were raised. Well, and I guess that makes sense because you also you've never heard more from uh, from parents or whatever than you do from the parents that are now over the kids that. Are growing up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you can be anything you want it to be. Don't let anybody tell you you're not this. And and now we have, 
now we have non-binary and, and all kinds mm -hmm. of crazy identification right. things. Right. And, right. Um, everything is racist, and, and there's all kinds of things that are just, that had to have stemmed from the you are perfect mm -hmm. raising right. attitude. Right. And never, never, when never we, getting failing. That's a problem. Right. right. We don't want our kids to fail when they don't realize that failing is a lesson. Right. Sure. We're that too worried the, about the feelings you get with failing. Like, I'm going to tell you, that's the only thing I liked out of this interview was this lady talked about the uh, four, four or five most powerful F words in the English language. Uh, feedback, failure, falling, floundering, mm -hmm. things like that, because yeah. every single one of those is a teacher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to learn a lesson. And I'm sitting back, like, that's the only good thing I came that came out of this interview for me that, that wasn't a complete waste of my time. For sure. Because, uh, yeah, you, nobody thinks about those things as being a lesson, yep. right? They all think of them as being detrimental to their growth or to their goals or whatever. And, and as a matter of fact, they're probably the most beneficial thing to their goals. For sure. They just don't see it until they learn that lesson or until they realize it. Mm. And so anyways, yeah, but I mean, adult, to me, I just think it's funny that, uh, that the word adulting is a word, you know, know. or is a term or I whatever, know. because it's, it's never used. It's never used where I'm impressed with what they did. For sure. Right. Ever. I, I cooked, I cooked tacos today. Right. <laughs> Hashtag adult. Okay. Great, right? I mean, are they good? Right. Then I, I'll be impressed if they're good. Right. Right. Outside of that, uh, mm. I'm out. Yep. See you later. For sure. But uh, but anyways, but yeah, man. Uh, how are you raising your kids? Right. How are your kids responding? Right. Are your kids afraid of being an adult? Are you, how long are they going to live at your house? For sure. Mm. You know, you have to answer these questions. I told Tara she's out at eighteen. <laughs> well, you got to get her like in driving first. Yeah. Maybe. maybe no, 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 no. She <laughs> says she'd Uber. Okay. She says she'd Uber everywhere. Okay. And I'm sitting back thinking, well, you got to have a job. Right. And you got to have a couple dollars For in sure. order to make sure that happens. Right. right. And she said, oh, I'll get a job. And right. I was like, when? Yep. You're gonna <laughs> no, spend all your money. Ubering show me there. that right. you're gonna get a job by getting a job. I would. I would like for that. Uh, I think uh, her mother is content on letting her stay at home and go to JUCO for a year or two or hey, something. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I did that. As long that, as the right, right, the spirit mm -hmm. of of. Of her developing is there. Right. Trying you know, to trying to advance. Let's make sure she doesn't want to drive it because she truly is uh, adapting a, a lifestyle that is in existence. Not because she's scared or feels right. inequipped. Or right. Not, or, you know, or, or worried about failing. You know, right. it, life's about failing, right? Yeah. You know, and th I think there's a there, there's a kind of like a what they call like a flow chart. There's a decision tree of every one of those emotions that you yeah you can judge off. Oh, she's she's scared to drive. This means that. Yeah. Maybe she's you know. But hey, everyone develops at a different time. Yeah, you know, and so doesn't mean you're not guiding them well. Doesn't mean, right. but you, there's still everyone's accountability uh, can be tethered to match their personality. Yeah, to where we're showing more empathy versus sympathy, right? right? But still taking them to that necessary step. Yeah, you know, and that that's where you know, my daughter, if she makes a B, we're very disappointed. We talk right. about it. You know, she's she's not necessarily scolded for it because it's 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 not. We're not that we're not grades people, but right. we know her effort and effort and, and attitude isn't there if she has a B in fifth grade. Right. My son made a B in fifth grade. It was like, dude, where are we going to dinner, bro? Yeah. You know, go to chow. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. we're <laughs> celebrating. Green card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, and every kid's different. That's you know, funny. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, and so Absolutely. I think that's I think that's the I think the and talk about ownership, right? Yeah. Of the that Jocko podcast. If we all owned. What we're putting out there, whether that's our attitude, yeah. our children, our, uh, 
then the world's a way better place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But no one wants to own everything. Everyone wants to get on Facebook and talk about being something. They right. want to have the mommy blogs, but they don't want their kid to be able to go in a grocery store and, and procure a Snickers bar. Right. Because he might get kidnapped. Okay. Well, what? how about yeah. how about worse than getting kidnapped? Your kid yeah. can't procure a Snickers bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. If you <laughs> got to go in, if you gotta go in there with them. One of them was more common than the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, why don't, you, why don't you go in there with them and just say, okay, you get to, I'm going to stand For back sure. here. You go take care of it. For sure. You know, if, if you got to be that yeah. uh, helicopter yeah. of a mom or whatever. Sure. But. Uh, but yeah, man, adulting is just, it's, it's funny and it's funny in the way that it's used. It's flippant in the way that it's used in right. my opinion. But, uh, there's so many people that are proud of accomplishments that are so mundane uh-huh. that just, you know, are menial tasks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know what, as a teacher, I just see it in the, I see it in the way that, that we're praising overall accomplishments, right? Accomplishments just aren't accomplishments anymore the way they were defined they're right. just they're defined so much differently now mm-hmm. you know you we're did something inclusive. right mm-hmm. and so anyways but guys hey i appreciate you coming on yeah, thanks uh, for you know i mean i think before we started you said you're uh, a little apprehensive behind the mic uh you took control of did this I one did big good? dog well oh, yeah did well. i mean i felt well, i'm like not apprehensive you... behind the mic i'm just uh, i'm a i'm a uh i'm a known mouth breather yeah okay <laughs> And I just want it. I just want to like live up to the whole vibe. No, hey, uh, mission accomplished. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, cool. So, uh, but yeah, uh, if you're in need of a house, make sure you check Dude, out the home, home buying, buying guys. guys. And right. if you just want a great follow, I promise. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're not just talking houses. I do once once a week. I hit a cool lunch spot That's in right. town. Uh, we do a lot of backstory stuff. We do a lot of entrepreneurial stuff. We're, we're literally just. We're two guys who have started a real estate business. We now have uh, six employees, and we're just doing right by people. Yep. And uh, every one of us either lives in a house or owns a house. That's right. right? That's uh, right. Or, or is going to or buy wants one to do or it. wants to. And, <laughs> yep. and you've got friends in the space with the home buying guys. So we just launched Oklahoma City. Uh, Austin, San Antonio will be next, and uh, and uh, maybe a little El Paso action. There but, you go. Yeah, follow along. We're we're uh, we're growing, and that's why we're sponsoring uh, Average Joe's Media. Man, we we just want to be everything to everybody at all times, and and the things you think you don't care about are that's so in line with what we're doing. Man. That's right. So that's right. Appreciate thank you, Josh, that. for the opportunity. Hey guys, until next time, I am the Average Joe Boo, telling you to keep it clean. <laughs> Boom. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to flow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. The average Joes are fire when our show is on the wire. When we record, it's not obscene. Oh, cause we keep it clean. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to flow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to blow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio, in the studio.
in the studio, in the studio.